So you own a food truck and you're struggling with sales and somebody suggests that you get on a third-party delivery like Uber Eats or DoorDash. Is that a good choice? So we're going to talk about that today. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. I work with a number of food trucks. Some of them are already on the DoorDash platforms and Uber Eats platforms and other third-party deliveries. Some of them do pretty decent. Some of them absolutely hate third-party. And some of them are getting practically nothing from the third-party delivery partnerships. So is it a good choice? Is it going to be a good choice going into your future of your food truck? I'm going to be going through an article today that was written in qsrmagazine.com. And it's talking about the impact of third-party delivery on restaurants, for one, but specifically how the third-party deliveries are being viewed by restaurant guests. And that becomes important to us. One of the numbers at the very beginning of this article, 18% of last month's, and this is written in June, so they're talking about most likely April, 18% of past month delivery users report it's not worth it anymore. So they're upset with the cost of delivery fees and the cost of a meal being brought to them. Some of the food trucks that I work with raise the prices on the platform. Some of them move them up as high as the platform will let them. So in some cases, in some areas, DoorDash will allow you to move your prices up as much as 20% without them penalizing you. So that means from a guest standpoint, they can go to your truck and get something cheaper than they could if they would deliver to their house. Now, it makes sense, but remember that thing I just said a second ago. It's not worth it anymore. That's what people are saying about third-party delivery. So let's go through some of the myths on why people even get into using third-party, like DoorDash. So myth number one, customers browse third-party apps to decide what they want to order. And that's not true. In the survey, nine out of 10 times, so 90% of the time when a guest picked up their phone to start a delivery order, they already knew who they were going to be buying from. They didn't go, oh, I'm hungry. I think I will get. So they already knew who they wanted to buy from. Now, you might be thinking, how does that relate to me? Why is that even possible? Think about yourself. When you and your significant other decide that you're hungry and you want to go out to eat, whether it's go out for a quick bite at a fast food restaurant or it's to go sit down dining, all you know is you don't want to dirty up the kitchen and you don't want to cook. So one or the other of you goes, I'm hungry. Where would you like to go eat? And then invariably, the other person responds, I don't know. What do you feel like? And it goes back and forth until someone just finally gets tired and says, I want to eat here. Decision made. They don't say, hey, let's pull up an app and see who delivers because they already have an idea what they want anyway. Now, those numbers break down by age groups. So I already said 90% of all people already know where they're going to go. But Gen Z or millennials 
they're a little bit more likely to scroll. So they'll get on the third-party app and start to see who's available. But it's only 3 out of 10 times they'll do that. The other 70% of the time, they know exactly where they're going to go eat or who they want to deliver to them. Myth number two, convenience rules. Consumers have patience and forgiveness when it comes to delivery. Now, you already know the answer to that. You would think that because the delivery is being handled by somebody that's not a part of the business, that the guest would be a little bit more forgiving. They're not. The fact are, people are very, very frustrated, and the patients on both sides of that equation are very low. 50% of the past 30-day quick service delivery consumers reported, this is going back to April, that delivery prices have gone up too much. And what about those pesky delivery fees that are also assessed? 47% of the people say they've gone up too much too. By the time that the guest checks out and they're on DoorDash and they're checking out from your food truck, they're in sticker shock because the prices are higher, the delivery fees are higher, and they're not getting anything more for it other than they're not having to dirty up the kitchen. With prices and fees soaring, their expectations soar as well. And guess what? When those expectations aren't met, their frustrations are soaring even higher. So here's some of the things that people are complaining about. Slower than normal delivery times. 30% of the guests had a problem with slow delivery times. 23% more had a problem with the order not being correct. Now think about how hard it is to explain on your POS system, however your website is set up or whatever system you're using, for the guest to say, hey, I want something special. If you don't make it easy, there's going to be problems. And you're going to say, well, it's the customer's fault. Yeah, see, you know your menu intimately. You know exactly what goes on every single product you make. The guest, and this could be their very first time ordering for you, has no idea. So if you don't make it very easy for them to place an order and get the order correct, that falls on your shoulders when there's an inaccurate order. Myth number three, consumers only care about receiving their food, not who delivers it. Now, I know that you have to depend upon third-party delivery in probably 90% of the cases. But here's an interesting fact you got to know. Consumers trust first-party delivery, and that means the restaurant itself is delivering with their own staff three times more than they trust when DoorDash brings the food to them or when Uber Eats brings the food to them. Consumers are catching up with what I was saying in 2017. Third-party delivery is not food safe. No one accepts responsibility for mistakes when it's third-party delivery because it's everybody washes their hands of it. The delivery driver blames the restaurant. The restaurant blames the delivery driver. And the guest is left in the middle with an order they're not happy with. 52% of consumers prefer delivery directly from the business, the food truck, the restaurant. Only 16% prefer third-party platforms. That's a big difference. What that tells you is only 16 of the people trust third-party deliveries when it comes to their food. And as with most tech-oriented things, younger generations, again, Gen Z and millennials, are a little bit more likely to trust the third parties, you know, like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, than older folks like me. So why does all this matter? Brands drive the delivery system. And what that means is your food truck drives the delivery system. It's not just the convenience. It's not just them pulling up the app and going, hey, I'm going to order from the food truck. Remember, they already know about your food truck. If they are going to order third party, they're ordering directly from you. They're not scrolling to see what food truck is near me. But if we don't improve the delivery execution, whether it's our own delivery drivers or our dependence upon the third party delivery drivers, it erodes the faith in your brand. It erodes the faith in your food. 
So just remember, every detail of the delivery experience is on your shoulders. Even that delivery driver. You make the food and they don't show up quick enough. Guess who's going to be catching the blame? It's going to be you. The food's going to be cold. If it takes too long to get the food because you're a little bit busy and you forgot to throttle the orders on one of those third-party apps, guess what happens? You get the blame for it. You forgot to zero out an item on your menu that's available online and somebody orders something and you don't have it. That's on you. All of those things chip away at your brand. And it leaves the guest, the person who is hungry and waiting on an order at home, they're going to have a bitter taste. They're not going to be happy. Now, all of this stuff applies to restaurants as well as it does to food trucks. So what this bottom line is, is telling you that delivery demand is softening and it's been predictable. This could have been handled better by the third-party deliveries, but they're not handling it. They don't even brag about them being a delivery system. They are an internet information company. They want to gather information about the consumers. What time do they order? What time do they uh, stop ordering? Where do they order from? Where's the most popular places? It's all about information. That's why they don't share the information with the people who create the food or the products that are being delivered, because they don't want you to have the power. But that demand is softening. There's also one other reason that you got to consider, and this is a scary one to me, 2020 when people were stuck at home and had to depend upon everything being brought to them, that was three years ago. People are getting out of being stuck at home, being scared of the little germ. And that little newfound freedom is now they're not having stuff delivered as frequently. They're going back into the restaurants. Now, the restaurants are screwing it up because they're understaffed and they don't have enough people to keep the dining rooms going. But they will eventually figure that problem out. And then when they do, where's that going to leave all these people that have bought food trucks the last three years? This is definitely one of those where the strong will survive. And the way that you become stronger as a food truck owner, concentrate on quality, service, cleanliness, and community. So in this whole episode, we've been talking about essentially service. The service gets taken out of your hands when you use that third-party delivery. The guest interaction gets taken out of your hands when you use third-party delivery. It's not a shot in the arm for your sales. It could be a self-inflicted wound that closes your business. I started the episode by saying I work with a number of people that use third party. I have one that it's about $900 worth of sales for them a month. Could you handle losing $900 because that particular revenue stream dries up because the consumer is not happy with what they're getting? It's all on us. we got to figure it out. But don't look at third-party delivery as a shot in the arm because I don't think it's going to be. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.